First week. It's the first week. Rough total of a rough start. It's okay. It's okay. Zev is used to the way we used to do it in the shtetl. But uh, it's a little bit different over here. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Olam Shakol Niyeh B'Dvaro. All right. So, Chaver, let us begin. So, first of all, a thank you to Baruch Meir for dedicating the shir tonight in honor of his birthday. Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Shibizochem Yer Hashem to a year of Hatzlacha, a year of growth, a year of Yira Shamayim, a year of Shmirah Samitzos. And the Mirror a beautiful year of self-actualization. This year and every year, may have Shalom Tovos. So we're going to do a beautiful piece today. I actually, we started, we started a little bit informally last week. Uh, we were in Maishi's backyard last week, uh, under, under the stars. It was Hasidus under the stars. And uh, I, I quoted from a sefer that I've really grown to love over the last uh, year or so, which is a sefer titled Ma'at Min Ha'ar, written by a Rav Eli Wolf, Elio Wolf. Elio Wolf is one of the big guys in Kfar Chabad, and what he did is he took the Rebbe's Sichos and he condensed them a little bit more into essay form. Beautiful, beautiful modern Hebrew, and you know, as they say, there's a beautiful gibush ra'ayonot, you know, a very beautiful articulation of ideas. So I want to share with you one of the Rebbe's Sichos of Yerim Parshas Toldos. It's the sheet you have in front of you. Now, in Mir Sashem, over the course of this year, we're going we're gonna to go through different Rebbe's every week, and hopefully we're going to get to say a little bit, you know, about Lubavitch Rebbe, obviously, again, Zechisad of the College of Racha is very well known. So he doesn't really need much biographical information or background. But in Mir Sashem, part of what I hope to do over this Chabura is we'll see other personalities who are lesser known. There are so many tzaddikim of yesteryear, so many incredible personalities who helped and shaped the trajectory of Yiddishkeit and the Merz Hashem. I think it's I think it's mixed. I think it's mixed. I think it's good enough, right? right? So Hashem, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see those personalities who helped to shape the trajectory of Klal Yisrael. So with that, I want to share with you an idea in Parshas Toldos. So the Rebbe says like this. So we're not going to do all of this inside. But I, I wanted to give you the sheets because in Merit Hashem, you'll take this, it's yours, you'll hazard over Shabbos. So the Rebbe over here is dealing with the following passage, the opening passage in the parasha. 
So again, I'm on page 52. Opening part. The Eidah told us Yitzchak ben Avram. Avram holy des Yitzchak. Opening Pasuk in the parasha. These are the generations of Yitzchak, the son of Avram. Avraham birthed Yitzchak. So obviously Rashi HaKadosh is bothered by a very simple idea, which is what? At the end of the day, we already know. In other words, there's no new information. I know that Yitzchak is the son of Avraham. We already learned that again back in Parashas Vayera. I already know that Avram is the father of Yitzchak. Also, learn that back in Parshas Vayera. So what is the Torah Kedosha coming to be Mosif? What is it coming to add? So the Rabbi, so here, you can see Rashi's quoted, right? Right, even before the essay begins. So Rashi over here is quoted. So Rashi says something amazing. The mockers or the scoffers of the generation, they said that Yitzchak wasn't Avraham's son. But they stand instead that Sari Imini became pregnant from Avimelech. Because you know the story again, where Avram Avinu has to relocate once again because of famine. He goes down to Gerar, says the whole line, she's my sister. Avimelech takes her. Now, not long after that, Sari Imini becomes pregnant. So people, people started spreading rumors. Yitzchak's not, uh, he's not Avram's child. Yitzchak, I'm sorry, Avram and Sarah married all of these years. She doesn't become pregnant. Now suddenly she's taken by Avimelech and suddenly she's pregnant. It must be that it's Avimelech's child. So what Ma'osa Kodesh Baruch So what did the Ribbonon Shal Olam do? Tsar cluster Ponov Shal Yitzchak to only Avram. So Akadosh Baruch did, what did he do? He made Yitzchak look just like Avram. Literally, Tsar cluster upon him means he formed the image of Yitzchak's face like Avram. Avraham So according to Rashi, the way we have to read the passage is like this. That's just a genealogical fact. That's what the Torah writes. The Torah writes the person and his father. What is in Avram holy des Yitzchak? Rashi says, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a miracle. Ma'asa HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what did he do? What was the miracle? He fashioned Yitzchak's appearance like Avram. That's what it means. So whenever you saw Yitzchak, what did you say to yourself? What was the automatic, what was, what was the reflex of reaction? That's Avram's kid. That's Avram's kid. Spitting image of Avram. So the Rebbe says, take a, skip to page 53, the second paragraph down. So the Rebbe says, here's the problem. Here's the problem. And he asks such a profound, yet sim- simple, yet profound question. The Rebbe says, I don't understand Rashi. It's a good kasha. So ask the Rebbe, so now if you're going to tell me that people, people were casting rumors about Yitzchak's paternity, why are you mentioning this now? Right? That by the way, by the way, Hashem made a miracle, Baruch Hu, He made Yitzchak look like Avram. Both say, when would have been the fitting place to share this information? When? When Yitzchak was born. Yitzchak is 40 years old now. He's 40 years old already. So why are you sharing? Remember again, just understand what's already happened, what's already happened in, in the Torah, right? Yitzchak was born. There was the Akedah. Sarah died. Avraham died. Four decades have gone by. Four decades have gone by. when were people spreading rumors? When were they spreading rumors? When Yitzchak was born. So tell me about the miracle of Tsar Cluster Panim, that Hashem made Yitzchak look like Avraham. Tell me about that by his birth. Furthermore, again, remember, remember, Yitzchak Avinu was 60 years old. So the way the Torah, remember, Ela told us Yitzchak ben Avram. So we'll say, understand what the Rebbe is pointing out over here. That Lashon of Ela told us means the parsha already opens 
that Yitzchak Avinu has children. Now remember, even though the parsha then goes on to detail the birth of Yitzchak's children, the fact that it says, Eila told us Yitzchak means he has children already. How old is Yitzchak when he has children? 60. So says the Rebbe, such a, such a, such, such a simple kasha, such a good kasha, says the Rebbe, Rashi, why are you sharing this here? See, the guy is 60 years old. Any person by Pasha, anybody who was spreading rumors is probably dead by now anyway. Right? So they're going ahead and you tell me about the rumors that were spread about Yitzchak's paternity. So therefore, Avram holy this Yitzchak Hashem made a miracle and made Yitzchak look like Avram. Tell me this by Yitzchak's birth. Don't tell it to me here. That's the Kasha of the Rebbe. That's the Kasha. Why is Rashi including this comment here? Why, why, why now? Why now? I understand the miracle, but why tell me about it now? But he goes on. So we have to look a little bit more into Rashi. So outside. Shabbat says, also look at the Lushan of Rashi. Rashi says, what happened? Right, the, the mockers of the generation were saying, ah, Yitzchak is not Avraham's kid. He's not Avraham's kid. It's Avimelech's kid. So the Rebbe says, Lushan is Ma'asa Kaddish Baruch So I will say, what does Ma'asa mean? This is incredible. So the Rebbe says, Ma'asa means... Like, the Ribbono Shav Olam was confounded with a problem. He was faced with a problem. And what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do to solve the problem, right? How did he solve it? Ma'asa HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Rebbe says, I don't understand. You make it sound like this is such a big deal that HaKadosh, that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made Yitzchak look like Avram. Meaning, re- remember again, at the end of the day, says the Rebbe, it's quite normal for what? For what? So, for children to look like their parents. Okay, so you want to say HaKadosh Baruch Hu made Yitzchak look even more like Avram, a spitting image of Avram? Okay, I mean, that's my simbachol yom. It happens that children very much resemble their parents. But what the Rebbe is highlighting over here is the Lashon of Rashi. Ma'asa HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? Almost kiviyachol like the Rebbe was faced with a problem. With a problem. So how did HaKadosh Baruch Hu solve the problem? What's, what's the big problem over here? I understand the solution. Make Yitzchak look like Avram. Therefore, no one could doubt his paternity. But why make it sound like such a big problem? So look what the Rebbe says. This is incredible. He says, The second class paragraph on page 53. This is very beautiful. There are a couple things in the world of Chazal that Chazal term as difficult for Hashem. Now we know, of course, it's not literal because nothing is difficult for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Absolutely nothing. But there are some things that Chazal say are difficult for Hashem. What are some things that are difficult? It says, Finding a Shidduch, right? Finding a Shidduch, finding a, finding a spouse is as difficult, as difficult as Kriyas Yamsuf. So Kriyas Yamsuf, again, forget about Shidduchim for just a moment. The fact that Shidduchim are compared to Kriyas Yamsuf, and the Gemara says, Kasha Zivugon Adam Kriyas Yamsuf, indicates that what? Kriyas Yamsuf is difficult. So he says, Kriyas Yamsuf, Yidavar Kasha Yitzhakadosh Baruch Hu, Ubedome Elo, Gam Zivugon Adam Kasha, Kimo Kriyas Yamsuf. So okay, so ask the Rebbe, I don't understand. Again, I'm not minimizing the power of splitting the sea. And I'm not minimizing the profundity of bringing two people together. But at the end of the day, this is Hashem. This is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So how could Chazal ever use the Lashen 
ultimately, again, of makoshi, of kasha. Why, why, why would it be? What's, what's the difficulty? And look what the Rebbe says over here. This is so profound. Last paragraph, page 53. Chazal use a lotion of koshi when HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to bring together two opposites. Two opposites. Be'is uba'ona achos. So again, to be clear, nothing is difficult for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but Chazal used the lotion of difficulty when the Ribono Shal Olam needs to bring together opposites. So he says, for example, Be'kriyas Yamsuf, so we'll say, what's the opposites Be'kriyas Yamsuf? Be'kriyas Yamsuf, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, achaz b'midas hadin, hu hika ve'he'enish es ha'mitzrim, be'ata'im l'magia lahem l'fi midas hadin, ach yachad imzos b'shas maiso, so what are the opposites in Kriyas Yamsuf? On one hand, there's Din, and on the other hand, there's Rachamim. Right? There's Din, there's strict justice for the Egyptians. The Egyptians die in Kriyas Yamsuf, and the Jewish people are saved in Kriyas Yamsuf. Now, what's novel about that is, Limros so here is the great opposite dynamic in Kriyas Yamsuf. There are two nations, Mitzrayim and Yisrael. And the truth is, to be honest, to be honest, there's actually not such a big difference between them. There's actually not such a big difference. They're all of the Avodah We were of the Avodah by the Yam as well. We know that. Klal Yisrael brought, he will say, it's hard to imagine, but Klal Yisrael brought Avodah with them through Yamsa. He will say, can you imagine that? You see with your own eyes the Ribbono Shal Olam going in and splitting the sea. Right? An incredible manifestation of divine prowess, of divine presence. So you would think that if there'd be one moment where everybody would believe it would be a Kriyas Yamsa, but yet again, Klal Yisrael, they had the Pesel, right? They had Pesel Micha. They, they brought Avodah with them through Yamsuf. So this is the opposite. Yet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals Midas Hadin to Mitzrayim, strict justice to Egypt, and Rachamim to Klav Yisrael. Opposites. Turn the page, page 54. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Olchiz B'Midas Hadin V'yachadim Zeberega Zemamesh Shu'enu Mishchashiba Shneha Fachim B'Vasachos So the Rebbe over here is really creating a model which is quite fascinating. That whenever in the Lashon of Chazal you find Chazal say something was difficult for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's because it required the Ribbono Shal Olam to bring two opposites together. So Kriyas Yamsuf is kasha because everybody's an idolater in the Yamsuf. But yet some he dealt with Rachamim, some he dealt with Din. Look what the Rabbi says. Kach gam zivugo shal adam. It's the same idea with the Shidduch. HaKadosh Baruch Hu ma'achid yachar zachar unikeva. Shema fochim zamizah. We'll see what happens with the Shidduch. HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings together a man and woman, and man and woman are opposite. That requires no Hezber, right? That requires no Hezber, right? Clear. And yet, We'll say marriage, you know, they say opposites attract. See, the truth is, it's always opposites attract. Because men and women are so fundamentally different, wired differently in so many ways, that the ability to bring a man and woman together and for them to live even semi-harmoniously for some protracted amount of time is kasha. It's difficult. It's opposites. 
It's like Yamsov. It's like Yamsov. How could HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring opposites like this? So both say, so this is really incredible. So therefore, for, first of all, it's very helpful because now you can use this definition. Whenever you see in the words of Chazal, there's something is kasha. Understand that what the Ribbono Shal Olam is doing is he's bringing together opposites. He's bringing together opposites. Kriyas Yamsuf, bringing together opposites. Marriage, bringing together opposites. So watch this. The third paragraph down on page 54. We'll say now, watch this. So remember, what was the Rebbe's Kasha? What was the Rebbe's Kasha? The Rebbe's Kasha was, right, remember again, what was the Lushen? The Lushen was, the Lushen was, the Lushen was, right, the mockers of the generation were saying that Avimelech was Yitzchak's father. They were doubting the paternity of Avram Avinu. So the Lashon of Rashi was, Ma'asa Kodesh Baruch Hu, what did the Ribbon Hashem do? Tsar cluster Panov Shal Yitzchak Domeli Avram. So the Rebbe is saying, Ma'asa Kodesh Baruch Hu is another way of saying what? It was difficult for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There was a difficulty for Hashem. What was the difficulty for, now remember again, whenever there's a difficulty for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, why is it difficult? Kibiyacha, why is it difficult? Opposites. Opposites. So what's going on over here? Look what the Rebbe says. He, this is incredible. Fourth paragraph down, page 54. Avram b'mahuso hu ish ha-chesed, machnis archum mashpia chesed l'kol. Who is Avram Avinu? Avram Avinu is the ish ha-chesed, right? Avram Avinu is kula chesed. His whole life is kindness. His whole life is giving, hospitality, doing for others. Adam shu kol kulo chesed, hadaber ba, lidei bitui, gan betavi panov. Himrakim yoser, sever panam yafos. A person who is kulo chesed of Osein. That radiates from his face, right? A person like that looks different, right? We, all, we, we know people like this, right? When a person is like kulo chesed, just kulo chesed, all good. There's a certain hadras panim that a person like that has, right? There's a certain glow. There's a certain light. There's a certain luminescence that that person gives off. So says the Rebbe, Avim Avinu had a certain savor panim yafos. But watch this. Yitzchak simelas midas hagvura, but know that Yitzchak Avinu he represented a different mida. He was gvura. They both say for our purposes tonight we'll translate gvura as justice, strict justice, midas hadin. It literally means strength, but it means din, and to go, it means din. Listen to this. Hapasuk mispate odosa betar pachad Yitzchak, who avad as habori bekav shalira upachad. Yitzchak Avinu Rabosai was not his father. Was not his father. He was not an Isha Chesed. That, that was not his role. He, right, right, we, we never hear any stories about Yitzchak Avinu's tent being open on all sides. You know why? You know why? Because it wasn't. Because it, it wasn't. That wasn't his thing. That wasn't his thing. Yitzchak Avinu wasn't going around spreading the word of monotheism. He wasn't inviting people over and when they offered to pay, don't worry, just bench and it would go call it. That wasn't him. That wasn't him. Yitzchak Avinu was pachad Yitzchak. Yitzchak Avinu was worshiping Kaddish Baruch with Yira, with Ema, with Reses, with Zea, with awe, with Shak, not Shak, right? But, but with, with intensity, right? That was Yitzchak Avinu. That was Yitzchak Avinu. Everybody at this table, you shouldn't feel cut off from the food or the drink. You could walk right in front of me if you need to. It's not, okay. And from the drink also, it's all, uh, it's all here. Rebaran, we'll take a lachayim. Good. Don't be shy. Just learning about Avram Avinu's Hachnas So, so okay. So, 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 listen to this. So, Yitzchak was just the opposite. 
Yitzchak is just the opposite. Yitzchak, listen to this one, it's such an incredible insight. Yitzchak gam asak bechafiras be'eros. Yitzchak Avinu also, his, you know, it's interesting, I spoke about this last night at my women, or, yeah, last night at my women's share, that we know almost nothing about Yitzchak. The only thing we know about Yitzchak was the Akeda, and that he dug wells, and he resettled in Grar because of famine. And the Torah spends an incredible amount of time about digging wells, all about digging wells. So the Rebbe says something amazing. There's a concept like this. Chesed, chesed is called hashba, right? Influence, milamala, lemata. Right? So think about this. If HaKadosh Baruch is doing chesed for me, Baruch Hu takes from above and he gives below. If I'm giving from someone else, I'm taking from me, and I'm handing it to the other. So chesed is called a hashba, an influence or a benefit, milamala limata. Yitzchak digs wells. Digs wells. Where do you bring out water from wells? Where do you bring out water from wells? Milamata lamala. Milamata lamala, the Rebbe says, represents din. Father and son were opposite in every single way. They, they, they were polar opposites of each other. Polar opposites of each other. Avram dug a lot of wells too. Right? Avram, Avram dug wells as well. Avram's wells, though, more fit into his chesed identity, <laughs> right? Because again, he was digging wells ultimately again to be machnis archim. Yitzchak's wells were self sufficiency wells. Self sufficiency wells. Yeah, but it's true. Avram dug wells as well. So the Rebbe says, listen to this. Well. They say, now look, look what the picture that we just painted is you have father and son who are polar opposites of each other, literally polar opposites of each other. Listen to this. Listen to this. The same way that an ish hachasad wears his chasad on his face, an ish of yira wears his yira, wears his din, right? His gavura on his face. So I will say, no, you know this. If you ever have the opportunity to meet Sadiqim, you see this. Like you go, if you ever have the chance to meet Reb Chaim, Right, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, you know, there's there's a seriousness. There's there's like a, there's like a, there's like an unwavering seriousness that's there. You go to Reb Gamliel Rabinovich, right, and it's a constant smile. All of the you know, diff, different different Sadikim have different dispositions. What the Reb is positing is that disposition is often reflective of their core characteristic or their core mida. So Avinu, you saw his chesed on his face. Yitzchak Avinu was all yira. That comes out in your facial expression as well as the way you look, the way people perceive you. So now watch this. Here we go. L'shem So we'll say, so now we understand, right? So now you're going to put this together. So remember again, let's go back to Rashi. Rashi says, L'itzani Hadar. L'itzani Hadar, going ahead in what? They're making fun that Yitzchak is not really the son of Avram. So remember again, the Rebbe says, Ma'asak Hadish Baruch what did the Rebbe Shalom do? So remember again, what, what does it mean when the Torah, when Rashi's Ma'asak Hadish Baruch What was that Hadish Baruch faced with? What was he faced with? A problem. A problem. What was the problem? What was the problem? Opposites. Both say, what are the opposites? What are the opposites? Avraham and Yitzchak. How do you make a son look like a father when they're such totally opposite people? How do you make a Balgvura look like a Balchasid? The Shem Kach, Nidrash Me'akadish Baruchu Asiya Miyuchades. 
Domim Avram Avik Ishachesed. So therefore, says Rabbi, that's why Rosh Rashi says Maasa. The Rebbeim was faced with a problem. He needs to make Yitzchak look like Avram, but there's only one problem. Avram is the Ishachesed. Yitzchak is the Ishagvura, and their faces look different. That mida, that mida manifests itself in a different facial makeup for each individual. Maasa Chashbarach was faced with opposite. Kash lezavgun, kash kriyas yamsof. Chashbarach was faced. How do I bring? These two beings together, how do I make a Yitzchak look like an Avram when they're two totally separate people? Now watch this. So now we understand the Rebbe's first, right? We answered the first question. Why does Rashi say Ma'asa as if HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a problem? He has a problem. Why? Because there's always a problem for HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kivyachu when? Whenever he says with opposites, right? Yamsuf, Shidduch, there's a problem with opposites here also. How do I make a Yitzchak who is, gvur, who is, who is Chesed look like Gvur? Yes. But there's no, it doesn't say the word Kasha. Involved with, with this at all. It just says it by Shidduch and says it by Kriya Right. So, look, the difference is. It's my first exposure to real Hasidus, so it could be the stretch. Right, so course. stop asking questions okay. like that in general. If you're going to be a Hasid, you just have to accept. Okay. You just have to accept, right? You didn't ask, you didn't ask, right? You didn't ask who's giving the Heksha on the challenge, right? So, you know, some, some things that you just have to accept. No. So, the truth is, it's a good Kasha. I think the way to answer that is because remember, in all fairness, we're quoting over here Rashi. The Rebbe's quoting Gemara's. Right, so I think what the Rebbe is saying is stylistically, Rashi's Ma'asa is the equivalent to the Gemara's Kasha. Kasha. Now again, I want to point that's his Chiddush. That 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 that's his core Chiddush in this. But the truth is, when you think about it, the verbiage is strange. Ma'asa. Where, where do you ever have that like that? Ma'asa Chiddush Baruch Ma'asa Chiddush Baruch Just tell me, Chiddush Baruch Hu Tsar Klaster Panav. He made Yitzchak. Why that introductory phrase of Ma'asa? So that right. so 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 I'm saying good. The Rashi, the Rebbe's understanding is Rashi's Ma'asa is the equivalent of Talmudic Kasha. Now both sides. So now I understand the first part. Yonasan, thank you very much. So I say, see now, but we still have the other question, which is what? So now we understand Ma'asa, understand that Lashen. What was the second question? Why wait until 60? Yitzchak is 60 years old, right? If anybody was making jokes, those jokes should have been made much earlier on at his birth. Look what the Rebbe says over here. I'm sorry? So it could, it could be, it could be that Gevura maybe reaches its peak at 60. Beautiful, beautiful. So look what the Rebbe says. Tainazu, bottom of page 54. Because here's what's amazing I will say. See, when we read this Rashi, we often assume that the Leitzani Hadar made their mockery statements at Yitzchak's birth. The Rebbe says it's not true. They actually made it now when Yitzchak was older. Why now? Watch this. This, this is incredible. Bissima Parshak Odemes. So remember again, just keep the follow of the At the end of Parshas Chayisara, you have Yishmael, right? You have the genealogy of Yishmael. And then in the beginning of Parshas Toldos, you have the genealogy of Yitzchak Avinu. So remember again, watch this. This, this by the way, each part of this is mind-blowing. Esav Benoshal Yitzchak Haya ish shal givura. Get ready for this. The Rebbe says, it makes total sense that Esau was Yitzchak's son. Because Esau was also a man of givura. Esau was also a man of incredible strength. Din. Ne'emar lo achar b'chot tichya. 
Alav Nemar Baparsha Vyatsar Vishon Admoni Seva Hamisamela Sagvura Kach Sheisav Haben Mochiach Al Haabo Yitzchok Shuish Shalgvura. Which, by the way, is absolutely incredible. The Rebbe Sivayan also makes a lot of sense why it says, Vayehab Yitzchak es Esav Bino. Because, amazing, Esav was like Yitzchak. Yitzchak was Gvura. Gvura means strength. For Yitzchak, it was spiritual strength. But that strength, that Gvura came out in his Bechar, came out in Esav. So, of course, so again, it makes sense. There's a direct connection between Yitzchak and Esav. Get ready for this. Lu'umas Zos, this is wild. Haya Yishmael Haiba Mahusa Ishchasad. The Rebbe says, Yishmol, in his essence, was a man of chesed. Now, where does that come from? Amnon chesed shlili. So what does that mean? It was chesed. But what kind of chesed? What kind of chesed? Negative chesed. Perverted chesed. Right? A, a perversion of chesed. Page 55. Went by Matan Torah and Baruch wanted to give the Torah. He offered it to all of the nations. He comes to, he comes to Yishmael. And Yishmael says, No, what does it say in the Torah? It says, ultimately, you're not allowed to commit adultery. So listen to this, I will say. This is incredible. You know, the Torah, the Torah refers to arayos, immorality, as a chesed. Because I will say, what's immorality? Immorality is being too kind to too many people in all the wrong ways. Right? Immorality, amazingly enough, is a perversion of chesed. There's a desire to give just to people you shouldn't be giving to, right? And just in situations that you should not be involved in. But it's chesed. Yishmael was caught up in immorality. V'haraya, Yishmael, as soon as they hear no adultery, we're out. We're out. Torah sounds great. The other 612 we could totally handle. But no adultery, a moral code, that we're uninterested. You see, Yishmael was chesed unchecked. Right? Chesed without boundaries. Just chesed. So isn't this incredible? So Avram, the Isha Chesed, Avram the Isha Chesed, has a son Yishmael, Hazay Yishmael, who's also Kula Chesed. Kula Chesed, but unchecked Chesed. Unchecked Chesed. Get ready for this. Lochen Kiv Shemedarma told us Yishmael Shai Ish Chesed, Umiyad Achakach al Todos Yitzchak al Esav Shai Ishal Gvura. Miss Oreres Tainos Leitzane Hadar, She Yitzchak Hulo Beno Shal Avram. Both say, watch this. So when did the late Sunny Hadar, when did the mockers start casting aspersions on Yitzchak's paternity? You know when? When Yitzchak was 60, when Esau was born. Why? Because people say, wow, look at this family tree. This is pretty wild. Avram is in Yitzchak Chesed. Yishmol is ridiculously immoral. Right? Which is a manifestation of chesed. So, okay, it's all in the family, so to speak. Right? In other words, the chesed, the chesed, the meat of chesed is still there. Yitzchuk is gevura and has a son, Esav, who's gevura. This must mean that Avram and Yitzchuk are not really related. Because how could that be? Notice, Avram has a son, right? Avram's firstborn son emulates his midah, albeit in a perverse and warped way. But Yishmael has chesed also. And Yitzchak doesn't have any chesed. He has gvura. Not only that, his first, Yitzchak's firstborn, Yitzchak also has gvura. So says the Rebbe, it was Dafka after Yitzchak had Esau that the Litzani Hadar say, Avram is not Yitzchak's father. 
is that Yitzchak Avinu underwent some miraculous plastic surgery, right? And that HaKadosh Baruch Hu changed his facial features later on in life. When he was first born, none of this conversation came up. It only came up when Yitzchak himself had an Esav. So now, two generations of Gevura. Father has Gevura, son has Gevura, but yet Avram was Chesed, Avram's firstborn son has Chesed. People begin to say, ah, you know what, it must be, my. remember Sarah was taken by Avimelech, it must be that Yitzchak is not the son of Avram. Then the Torah says, Avram holy des Yitzchak. Sama Asa Kaddish Baruch Hu, what did the Ribbono Shalom do? He's got two opposites, Chesed, Gvura, what do I do? But now people are casting aspersions, Tsar cluster upon him, Shal Yitzchak. He chose, he changed Yitzchak's facial features to look like Avram. When he was older, that's what it sounds like according to the Rebbe. Well, think about it. Yitz, how old was Avram when Yitzchak was born? So if 60 is when you become starting to look like an old man, it's not such a stretch. Well, well, back up on that. Some of us are a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> back then. Right, right, back then, right. <laughs> right. It's not such a stretch to say that, oh, in his old age... He in his like old age, right, <laughs> right. Again, I, I want to tell you, I, I never heard anything like this before in my life. Not, not that that means anything. But it's certainly not the Pasha reading of Rashi, because everyone reads this Rashi as referring to the birth of Yitzhak. But the truth is, in the Rebbe's construct, yeah, maybe Neve is right. In other words, maybe as, as you get older, that's when you begin to resemble more. But yes, the, the Rebbe definitely seems to be indicating that Akhilash Baruch who changes his facial features now when he's older. Mm-hmm. Could, could also, I'm sorry, go ahead. But would they begin to reconstruct Yitzhak after the Akedah? Nothing happened to Yitzhak. By the Akedah, why there would be nothing to reconstruct? Bar Hashem, nothing. Remember, I'm mean, wanted to make a cut. There was nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah, well, this comes from Shir from Rabbi Wallenstein. Where he talked about that. He yeah. was actually. I don't comment on other people's Shirim. You, know, uh, you gotta ask him. You gotta ask him. <laughs> could, could, it could also be that his behavior speaking more like our Oh, hold on to that. Watch this. Look. So there's there's one more piece to this. Remember again, we've answered we've answered Ma'asa Kodesh Baruch Hu, right? Why does it say it's so difficult? We've also answered why this is coming up now at the age of 60 and not at his birth. And I will say, now watch what the Rebbe says. There's one last piece. He says, So we'll say, but we're left with one glaring problem, which is, how, the Rebbe said before, that the core midah you represent manifests itself in the way you look. So how can you make someone who is an ish hagvura look like an Isha Chesed. In other words, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Avram's Chesed was apparent on his face. Yitzchak's Gevura was apparent on his face. So how do you make people like that look like each other? So I will say, this is incredible. And this is the Rebbe's last piece. But when we look a little bit deeper, Yitzchak HaGevura B'mahusa Eino Shalom Echesed Avram. Here we go. I said, the Rebbe was an Isha Shalom, right? A great, a great Kacham Achi, the glue of Klal Yisrael. So look what he says. He says, you know what? You know what the mistake is? Everyone thinks that Chesed's here and Gevura's here. But it's not true. It's not true. There are two sides of the same coin. Adarabah, Himashli Ma'osa. Gevura is necessary to complete Chesed. The Rebbe says, watch what he says. Chesed, Omer. Tanik L'Shein Lo'Agbala. See, listen to this. What's chesed? What's chesed? Tanik l'sheni lelo hagbala, which means what? It's infinite. Right? Infinite. Give to the other. Give to the other. 
with no measure, with no boundaries. Give, 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 right? Give whatever you can. Here's the problem. Too much chesed is detrimental. Too much chesed. So the Rebbe says, for example, Right? Rain. Rain is incredible chesed. But too much rain causes a flood. And not only does flood not facilitate growth, but flood what? Flood destroys. So chesed lelo hagbala. Chesed without boundaries, chesed without borders, ultimately becomes a destructive force. And he says something amazing. Same idea. If you try to teach a child some deep esoteric idea, his mind can't handle it. It doesn't absorb anything. The truth is, it's a much simpler example. What happens if you give your children, give and give and give, without measure? What happens? What happens? Right? They become spoiled. It's not just they become spoiled. They, they, they become compromised human beings, right? You ruin them. This is the mystery. Parents think that by spoiling their children, oh, I'm making my child, you're not making your child happy, you're destroying their menschlichkeit, right? Chesed lelo hagbala. Anytime chesed is unchecked, it's a, it's, it's a flood. It destroys everything. So watch this. Say, chesed is only impactful and meaningful if what? If it's accompanied by Gevura. Because I say, what does Gevura mean? What does Gevura do? Gevura sets constraints and boundaries. Gevura sets limitations. What Gevura does is, is Gevura says, there's a boundary, there's a line, there's a measurement, X amount is enough. This is where we stop. He'll say, by the way, I'll just point out to you. This is, just to go back to the Rebbe's previous example. Right? So think about this. A man is obligated to go out and be a Baal Chesed to his wife. Right? And Baal Chesed in a marital context means that a husband is supposed to love his wife. A husband is supposed to care for his wife physically, emotionally. Right? But that Chesed has to have Gevura. Right? It has to have Agbala. What's the Gvura of the Chesed of marriage? Not spoiling her own anniversary. I'm sorry? What? Not what? <laughs> not spoiling her own anniversary. Good. That's true. I, I, okay, I was going to say more. In other words, not sharing that same bond with any other woman. In other words, that, that like the Chesed, in other words, the Chesed of that Agbala can say, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love, I, I love everyone, I love everyone. There's enough of me to go around. That's Chesed Allah Agbala. Chesed with Agbala, Chesed with Gvura says, I have so much love to give to my spouse, but it's just going to be fire. It's just going to be fire. It's not going to, it's not going to devolve upon anyone else. So look what the Rebbe says. So therefore, what turns out, and this is incredible, it's like full circle. See, the way this whole thing started is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was faced with a kasha, right? Kasha, right? How do I bring together two opposites? And it turns out, says the Rebbe, that the godless of the Ribbon Shalom is to show that that which we perceive as opposite is actually not opposite at all. But in essence, it's actually two sides of the same coin. You can't have Gvura without Chesed, right? Because Gvura without Chesed, that austerity, prevents the creation of relationships, pre- create, pre- prevents achdos, prevents ultimately being part of a collective. But you can't have chesed without gvura either because chesed without gvura creates yishmael. Chesed without gvura creates un 
checked kindness to too many people in too many ways in inappropriate things. So listen to this. So this was a lesson that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to teach to humanity. So how do you show all humanity that chesed and gavura are not opposites? Here we go. So the Rebbe says, the great miracle of making Yitzchak and Avram look like each other, Rebbe say, didn't just go ahead and satisfy the late Sunny Hadar, right, the mockers, but it was teaching all of humanity an incredible lesson. Everyone thinks that Chesed and Gevura are two opposite Midos, but they're not two opposite Midos. They're two sides of the same coin. They're sister concepts, and you can't have one without the other. Gevura without Chesed is a solitary, austere life. Chesed without Gevura is love and kindness unchecked. It's Yishmael. But a Gevura or a Chesed that is tempered by a Gevura allows for the right type of giving to the right type of people, with the right type of sharing, with the right type of kindness, all in moderation. And where did HaKadosh Baruch Hu teach humanity this lesson? When he made Yitzchak look like Avram. When you make the Ishagvura at the age of 60, he's already Ishagvura. He has, he has an Esau, he's Ishagvura. When you make him look like the Isha Chesed, it teaches all of us, I will say that, what is life all about? Life is creating this synthesis between Chesed and Gevura. It's the ability to shower upon others an incredible and overwhelming kindness. But it's also about knowing where to stop. Where to stop and when to stop. And at certain times, the showering of that kindness is not appropriate. And at certain times, you have to circle the wagons and hold back. There's a time to engage. There's a time to try. You know, in Chasidos, there's a phrase of Ratzav Veshov. Right? We learned this when we used to have this year a while ago in Rabbi Nachman. Ratzav Veshov. Forward and backwards, forward and backwards. Life is always this, I have to go forward, but then I have to withdraw. There's the chesed and there's the gvura. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu teaches us that it is our sacred mission to be like the Avraham Yitzchak synthesis. To be an Isha chesed, but a chesed that is combined and that is tempered with a proper gvura. Stop it for tonight. Next week we will continue. This Mar- if anyone needs Marev, Marev? Marev will dive in and... Uh, Right.